last time on Join the Party. Everyone had a hell of a morning, and it's a good thing that they're not going to have to redo that because they already kind of dealt with it. Aggie confronted her parents, Hitomi asked if Val wanted to move in, but then immediately took it back, and Milo lost his keys because, you know, tuna. Out in Lake Town City, the workers at Thornhill Coffee organized a walkout on May 1st, International Workers' Day. At the same time, local millionaire and art eccentric Byron Zorn held a art installation with recovered and rejected Dr. Morrow inventions, and Dr. Morrow asked the LT3 to check it out. But when they went to investigate, they ran into a mysterious man with a mysteriously modded N64 machine. When Val and Milo ran at the man with the machine, he hit the reset button. And once again, it is the morning of May 1st. Let's do the time warp again! Yeah! And get the party started. We have like a panel of the outside of Milo's industry town apartment, and we come in once again with synthesizers, this time the cure, not Devo, and we come in and Milo's asleep. Whether or not you turned on your alarm is up for debate, <laughs> and Tuna jumps on your face and says, mm, I didn't, you didn't wake up from all the things that was happening outside, so I felt like I had to do it, and uh, jumps off your bed. And you turn over and look at your Star Trek branded alarm clock. It's Darth Vader. Thank you very much. Sorry, your Darth Vader branded alarm clock that says, Milo, I am your wake up call. <laughs> Listen, it's a good idea. Yeah. You turn over and it's nine o'clock and you grab your phone and it's May 1st. And I roll over to Tuna and I say, Tuna. Have you ever heard of Schrodinger? No, sounds like a nerd thing. Okay, cool. Definitely don't look that up on the internet later, because it definitely does not interest you whatsoever. Mm. No one really knows if I exist or not. It's in. It's all up to interpretation. <laughs> Two pads away. Milo stretches and gets out of bed and hears commotion outside of his window. So walks over to see what it is. That's right. Yeah, it's the it is the uh, demonstrators from Thornhill that are outside. They're cheering. Hey hey, ho ho! Thornhill has got to go. Hey hey, ho ho! Thornhill has got to go. What do we want? Higher wages. When do we want them? Now. But Tuna says meow at the same time, so it sounds oh, right. like they said meow. Right. I crack the window and I look out and I say, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people wave to you. You're there. You can see the other people in your apartment building are like, oh, hey, Milo, what's your cause? Oh, hey, Milo, what's up? What up? What up? Good morning. Oh, stop taking my mail. <laughs> Have you seen my package? It's, it's, it's HelloFresh, so it goes bad pretty quickly. Pack packages aren't real. They don't exist. Okay, bye. <laughs> Milo closes the window and heads to the kitchen to make coffee. Yeah, so you, you make coffee and you cannot find your coffee scoop. You keep it in, in your utensils drawer, and you're fiddling around for it, and it's it's not there. Tuna. Mm, what? Where, you, where's the scoop? 
Mm. I'll never tell. Where's the scoop? Mm. Could be anywhere if you just look for it. It's around. Maybe if you rubbed my belly a lot, I might tell you, but probably I won't. And I'll bite you. (laughs) Uh, And Milo turns around to start looking for the scoop. And can I roll a history check to see if I remember that it's on top of the fridge? Yeah, sure. I got an 11. Hey, I'll give you advantage on that. <gasps> Yay. Chad 20, Chad 20, Chad 20. Chad 20. That's a nat 20, natural baby. 20. Listen, with a nat 20, I think that you're looking around and you're like, oh, it's on top of the fridge. And you look on top of the fridge, you get on your tippy toes, and it's right there. And does Milo, with a nat 20, let's interrogate this. Does Milo know he's in a loop? Or, like, how surprising is this for you to know it? Yeah, I think what kind of happens is that he turns around to start looking for the scoop, and then without really even thinking, his arm sort of extends towards the top of the fridge. Mm-hmm. And he feels it, and he realizes, oh, that was sort of instinctual. That's weird. <laughs> sure. And then sort of like a sitcom flashback, everything starts flooding back to him. And he remembers it's like in slow motion, and the scoop you just see the scoop fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we take four panels of the scoop falling to the ground. Yep. It's vertical. It covers the entire page. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And Milo dashes back to his room and grabs his phone and immediately calls Aggie and Val on a three-way call. For sure. I think that this would be a perfect opportunity to go to Val really quickly. So now we have a shot of Val's uh, Little Italy abode and it's because you're in the misery business of course (laughs) take it from the top (laughs) yeah now it's nine o'clock what are you doing i feel like val's alarm would have gone off earlier yeah and val just kind of assumed oh i i said it yesterday so i would wake up early to pick up the dogs but because it's saturday they must have you know forgot to snooze it or to turn off the alarm or whatever so they end up snoozing the alarm I love that. Uh, make a constitution roll for me. 16 plus 2, so an 18. Ooh, good roll. Okay, so much like uh, your sleepiness, if you rolled high constitution, would you have wanted to sleep through your alarm or you would have been woken up by your alarm? I think Val would have been woken up by their alarm but would have put a snooze on it. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. It is now 9 o'clock, and now, Val, your phone is going off. Uh, I think uh, instinctively Hitomi rolls over and tries to hit it and be like, why? It's so loud. I got Please, it. Please, no. It. I got it. No. I put it on silent. I look at it. It's like, all right, alarm, dogs, dog alarm. No. Yeah, this is from Mitzi. Uh, Mitzi was the the woman with the two pit bulls who you convinced to keep walking their dogs even though you have uh, organized crime allegations against you. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Val? Excuse Val. Mitzi, hey. Um, What's Val, going on? Where, um, Val, where are you? You were Blitzy and Glitzy are eating all of my shoes. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It's it's Saturday, though. I, I walked him yesterday. No, it's Friday. I know it's Friday because I put out my Friday shoes, and those are the ones that they're eating. Oh, I, I am so sorry. I will be there in, like, ten minutes. 
Uh, you're going to have to get there faster, or there's going to be no more red-soled shoes anywhere in my closet. <laughs> I, I will find you someone who could get you a new pair. Oh, I'm For... sure you do, with all of your organized crime allegations. Would you prefer <laughs> to buy them again at wholesale? No, yes, I would like them discounted, and I would like them falling off the back of a truck. Be here. Click. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> wow. Without her red soul tune, how will people know that she has it all? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that, like, you know, like, those pill cases that are, like, M. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that each of her shoes has like an, an F on it for Friday. I love that. I mean, honestly, that sounds sick as shit. If I had sneak, if I like bought seven sneakers that were all like the same sneaker but different colorways that had Monday through Sunday on them, that would be tight as hell. I like it. Yeah, there you go, Val. That's what happened to you. Val gets dressed very quickly. Hatomi uh, rolls over like, what was that? Why? Why was it so loud? I forgot to get the dogs. Thought it was Saturday. Mm, Okay. Well, um, hey, before you go, I have a question. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, listen, I, I don't, I hope that I'm not, like, keeping you, because I know you have to leave, but, like, I sleep over here, like, oh, two or three times a week, and, you know, wouldn't it just be easier if I moved in? Didn't we talk about this already? What? No, I I thought we talked about this and like I said that you know this place is really small. We should get a place together. We oh, so you think this research. place? No, if you think this place is too small, then that's fine. We don't have we don't have to do with like no, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's fine. We told I have just a wicked case of deja vu right now, but like I uh okay that is Milo calling your phone. I'm like half dressed. I answer, <laughs> Julia. What is my what does Milo's photo look like in your phone? Oh, it's like you, but with like a huge thing of juice, <laughs> and okay. it's like the good. size of your head, and it's like yes. you smiling, posing next to it. You're just Correct. really excited about that juice. <laughs> uh, hey, Val. Milo, what's what's going on? I just, I'm sorry, I just woke up. I, also, I did too. Sorry for calling you so early. I know it's it's like 10 a.m. It's way too early for phone calls. No one should ever call each other before 6 p.m. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, but, uh, uh, what? This is not weird. What day is it? That's a, that is a weird question. And weird, huh. Because do you remember what we did yesterday? Which was, you know, we went to the... The, 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 the art thing. gallery. Yes, the, the art gallery. My phone says it's, it's it's Friday still. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna... I have to go walk a dog, and then I'm going to come immediately to where you are. Okay. Let's, let's, go to, let's go to Aggie's, and we'll just meet up there. Yeah, fine. Great. Yeah, Milo, you called Aggie to come in on the three-way call. It rang a few times, and then she intentionally declined. Uh, I, I also... Aggie's supposed to be on this phone call, but uh, she didn't answer, so I'm a little worried about Aggie. Do you want to meet up at Aggie's place? Yeah, yeah, we'll go. We'll go see what's up. But I'm sure she's just like busy doing, uh, like thing. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Um, I'm fine. Panicking, not. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Not feeling great myself. Click. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Yeah. You, you two just want to head over to Aggie's. 
I have to walk my dogs first and then I will head over to Aggie's. Absolutely. That sounds good. Yeah, I think that you can wrap all of that up by like 1030. Um, so yeah, it is now 1030 and you two from taking the wonderful public transit of Lake Town City with the SkyTram uh, with no delays at all. You, you end up uh, in historic Lake Town. Great. Uh, I'm going to roll up on Aggie's apartment and ring the doorbell every three seconds on the second. Nice. <laughs> Aggie is home because it is International Workers' Day, so she uh, has the morning off. And yeah, yeah, I, I answered the door. Milo, what are you doing here? Hello! Um, what day do you did think I, it is? Did I miss a meeting? Uh, is this a trick question? International Workers' Day. It's Friday. Were you getting ready to leave to head to the gallery? Yeah, no, I have all my stuff on, and like I was just about to get into my car. Val just comes like storming up very fast. Being like, this is a weird fucking day already. What's happening? Were we meeting at my house? I, I thought we were going to meet there and then talk to the guy about the, like, getting in with the caterers and stuff. Yes, we did, but we did that already. Uh, I'm Did I miss an earlier call? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. I remember it, too. Super, we super did. See? Milo knows what's up. Is, okay, so... It, is there like a shape-shifting villain now? Because I, I definitely wasn't there. And if it if you saw me, but it wasn't me, then... No, 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 Aggie, we did it yesterday. But yesterday is today. Yesterday was Thursday. We didn't... We didn't... You don't do remember this. going to the museum at all? You don't remember the, the protests? You don't remember Dr. Morrow at the protest? Dr. Morrow was like in the crowd at the protest. It's very weird. There's a guy who's got like a like some Nintendo thing happening and he's got a trench coat and he just looks miserable. Uh, no. Uh, Aggie, I think that you have, like, the radio on, listening to local news, and I think that a reporter says, The workers have strikes. Uh, no one is getting any espresso today at any of the Thornhills around Lake Town City. The, all the baristas and bussers are busing their way for better salaries against Thornhill. So far, it's been a peaceful protest, walking through Industry City, and they w ultimately ending at... Smoke Break Park. And now, the, and now, back to our... Back to you. <laughs> and now sports. And now sports with Champ Big Swing. Oh. Oh, uh, man. It's been so... I, I love hockey. It's actually my favorite sport, even though my last name's Big Swing. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, the Mountain Lobsters beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-2. to two. With two goals. Hold on, let me write that down so I can tell Aggie that tomorrow. <laughs> with two goals from uh, Fritz Brightstone and an assist. Great. So it's a modified hat trick. I'm writing that on the back of a card that I will remember later. <laughs> you see Val furiously taking notes on their phone. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm I'm getting worried. We're going to miss the like pre-opening window over at the museum so we can check it out, you know, for, for Dr. Morrow. Like we talked okay, about. Okay, Do you guys okay, remember okay. that? I have an idea. Val, what if we go to the, we go to the museum, we narrate mm -hmm. exactly what's going to happen, and what's mm -hmm. in the museum, and that will prove to Aggie that either, we're, one, we're clairvoyant, which I'm not, I don't think you are, I or know. two, we, this already happened. It's already happened. It already happened, so let's just go and show Aggie that it already happened. I, I really hope we don't have to do this every day. This is going to get really frustrating. <laughs> Can we, what, did, what, do, what do you think happened? Because I don't... Why, why, why am I different? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. We went, we, 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 we met at the museum and uh, we talked to the host person, the, the, the person at the front. 
And he told they, us we couldn't go in because uh, uh-huh. we weren't on the list and we weren't VIPs. And then Milo charmed the dude. And then we went inside oh, wow. and they were doing a VIP tour. And there was a lot of like stuff that looked normal, but it was Dr. Moro stuff. So it was weird, of course. Right, right, and then a yeah. creepy guy came in oh. and he did a whole thing with a projector. I, I don't know. And then Dr. Moro call one of you and then there was the 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 thing and then you guys left to do the thing and then we uh, tried to call her and then she was at the protest already oh yes 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 and then uh i tackled the the guy in black and then he pulled out an n64 and said uh star fox and then it went uh it went i didn't hear him say star fox but i might not see the rest of of that not so fast star fox (laughs) (laughs) he was andros unfortunately that's the reveal so we so what what happened then you're saying you we did this day already and i i wasn't there or i don't remember I woke up and I went to do, I talked to the people outside, which I did yesterday. And then I went to make coffee, which I did yesterday. And then Tuna stole my coffee scoop, like Tuna always does. But then I knew immediately that it was on top of the fridge. And I don't know that. Why would I know that? Yeah. And I woke up and I thought it was Saturday. And then a woman who has a lot of Louboutins yelled at me for not picking up her dogs. And then my girlfriend asked me for the second time if she could move in with me, but like keeps not listening when I say I want to move in with her. That... That sounds like a bad conversation to have twice. If I have to repeat this morning again, I'm going to be pretty pissed because I had a hard one too. I'm so sorry. Me too. My cat was a jerk. Milo, make an inside check. Oh, 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 oh. 10 plus 9 for 19. You have such high insight. Wow. Uh, Hey, um, you ran out without your keys again. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Good thing Milo can uh, turn into gas and go through cracks and walls. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess we can head over there together and you guys can fill me in on all the stuff that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Because if that guy does something messed up and we're not there to stop him again, that that would be bad. Val, I have a plan. What if you pretend to be security and you pat him down? Oh, okay. And you take the N64. Okay, yeah, we could try that. That sounds good. Okay. Okay, but was like, were you guys touching something that I wasn't touching? Because like, I'm nervous now about no. like not like, what if you do this again tomorrow morning? I, I don't have any like code words that'll that'll make you cut this conversation short. Unfortunately, do, do you so... want a code word? We could come up with a code word. No, but I wouldn't remember because we're doing this right now. That is true. That is true, Aggie. <laughs> Can we like write a, a a sign and put it in in your your Bible or something? I I don't know what religion you are in your. What a, what a uh, weird assumption to make, Milo. I, I don't know. I was trying to think of things that people put on their nightstands. Bibles is, is one on your lamp. Of I don't all know. of us, I'm the one wearing the crucifix. So, like... <laughs> That's an interesting idea. Okay, so how about... Um, do either of you drive? <laughs> I, I have a, a person with a van job, so I technically have a license. I have a license. Why is it technically? <laughs> is it not a legal license? I have a license. Okay, in, in it's the truck. It's going to be a business where it came from, Milo. <laughs> 
Aggie reaches back inside her door, grabs like a, a notebook and a pen, and then gets us all on the truck. Um, and I'll have whoever has the best handwriting just write down like a summary of the day and the situation. And then I'll sign it at the bottom when we get to the warehouse. I think one of us is going to have to dictate to you because I imagine Aggie has the best handwriting. Yep, 100%. But I'm driving because it's my truck and I don't trust you guys to drive. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Milo will write it and he will spend uh, three times as long on every letter that he normally Great. would. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You guys hop in the truck. There's some really, uh, really fun moments of trying to write this down on a note card. And yeah, we you guys end up at the warehouse, which is the art gallery. How do you make a cursive B? I forgot. Just write a B, Milo. Yeah, doesn't it just look like a B? <laughs> and I think either just as we're pulling in or just before we get there, I want to know like every detail of what happened at the moment that your memories cut off, like where we all were, what, who was touching what, all that. Yeah, cool. I think we we try to tell you as best we can. Like Milo was going after the dude in the trench coat with the N64. Val was closing the distance between them. You were trying to stop the protesters from like escalating the situation. The only difference is that you were you were further away, so maybe that's like a, an area, a, a zone of reset. You know, so this time, if it gets reset, which please God, let's not make it happen. Uh, make sure you're close to us. Yeah. Okay. And was your impression that this guy was trying to steal the projector or just to do something to it? I have no idea. Yeah, I I was I was outside with you, Aggie. I didn't see him until he came out the doors, so that that's on Milo. I'm not very observant, unfortunately. I just tried to stop him with a fan and, and then threatened him. Like you do. Because I mean I could just take like someone could just take it. The projector? Yeah. If that's what I he mean, wants. Yeah, but, but like, I'm also just worried. It? Yeah, exactly. Like we take it from him, he just resets the whole day again. Uh, we have to get the machine. We have to get the N64. Yeah, right? we got to take that off him somehow and make it a no 64. A there's nothing there. Sorry, <laughs> you tried. A Nintendo no 64. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think the security idea has legs. I think confiscating electronics at the door is a really good idea, actually. Cool. No offense, Milo, but that's actually a really good idea. You say no offense? <laughs> <laughs> um, none, none taken. Uh, I can I can uh, distract the, the host person or uh, charm him if I need to. I could, I could always tell him that, like, Dr. Mayamoro sent a superhero over to act as security for their their gallery opening. I like it. We need to get Dr. Morrow to make one of those Doctor Who note cards where whatever you see is what you want kind of thing. We need to make that. We also need Dr. Morrow to like tell us what all of these items do. I remember trying to get that information from her and then we saw her in the crowd. We're like, what are you doing? And she was like, protesting. That sounds like her. Yeah. Yeah. That was confusing. Remember when she was like, it's just a bear. Like, what? (laughs) What does that mean? No. (laughs) Okay. I think you guys should do that, and I think I'm going to go in plain clothes. I think I'll go as a building inspector and um, try to walk the perimeter and see if I can... I mean, I don't know what any of this stuff looks like or the layout or... Like, I I need to get familiar with the the situation first. Okay. I like it. I dig it. Um, If you need our help, just shout Ben and I'll shout Jerry, and we'll come together. Just just clarify. Like the ice cream? Yes, like the ice cream. Okay, okay. Chubby, hobby, <laughs> fish, food. 
now we're all just saying our favorite ice cream flavors. <laughs> yeah, I heard there was free Ben and Jerry's over here. Let's go check it out. That might be a good way of de-escalating the protesters. That's, now yeah. we're thinking. Okay. So, yeah, you, you pull up in front of the warehouse. I will say it is now 1130 when you pull up because it took longer for you to go to Aggie's first and then all the way up to Industry Tin because Milo literally went across the city and then back. Okay, so let me go in first. Give me like three minutes and then come in uh, after me. I think uh, whoever's there will be so distracted by the appearance of the two of you that hopefully I can just walk in. Cool. Sounds good. Okay, I dig. All right, listen, cool. good luck. If, if this happens again, just uh, Val, bring me that note. Uh, I got home from my morning rounds at... Actually, you know what? If you could be there just before nine, that will get me out of a really awkward conversation. So I would really appreciate that. Uh, I, will, I will do my best. Hopefully I listen to my alarm tomorrow. That's all. Hopefully tomorrow is Saturday. Hopefully. All right. See you guys later. Wait, put your hand in. Put your hand in. Okay, what? What are we One. saying? On three, we say, um, uh, we say LT3, and then we put our hands up. Okay. Okay, okay but okay. we're whispering. We're whispering. We're in a parking lot. Okay. We're okay, really okay. whispering. All right, put your hand in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. LT3. Three. Thought it was one, two, three, LT three. No, I substituted one. Let's just go. Let's okay, just go. Come I was on. Just, okay, 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 okay. Th- three minutes. Lock my truck for the love of God. Okay. And Aggie's gonna walk in, uh, wearing her uniform, collared shirt, and cool. holding a clipboard. Like last episode, <laughs> this looks like a. Uh, it was once an abandoned warehouse. It's now turned into a gallery space. There are like caterers and people who are running around and kind of putting uh, things in and installing this uh, right before it opens in half an hour. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go sort of toward the loading dock and just say, like, uh, hey, anybody know who's who's in charge from the event management? Who's the who's the point of contact? Yeah, you look around. There are some guys just, like, carrying things around. There are people who are wheeling in, like, little canapes. There are other people who are bringing in stands for these objects to come upon. You see someone walks by. <laughs> you see someone walks by holding a really large beach ball. <laughs> but cool. when, you, when you say, is anyone in charge, no one says anything. All right. So I'll just walk into the loading dock and, and try. My aim here is to walk into the gallery space and walk the perimeter so that I can look at this projector. Yeah. No, I think that uh, here's the thing. You're wearing an outfit. And if I know anything from Hitman 3, you can just walk on in and no one says anything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you just walk into the gallery space. It goes from like a warehouse and you walked in through a garage and then all of a sudden like everything's white. And you see that there are these little, these objects that are around, these regular looking objects. There's a guitar and an old air conditioner and a fan. And you see that there's like a broken projector over on the side. It looks like it's sealed shut. There are no slides in it. And it's kind of just like doing that flickering thing where it should be showing something and it's trying to like click. So it's like it shows the light and then it goes like click and kind of stutters. But it keeps doing that over and over and over again. Also inside, you see that Byron Zorn, the guy who Dr. Mara told you about, wearing an incredibly loud printed uh, shirt and shorts combo with a statement-ass pair of glasses and hat. <laughs> you are showing around a group of influencers around, like showing them like, oh, wow, art. I can't believe. Wow. So it, it's science and art coming together. Oh, wow. And like they're taking photos in front of these things. Uh, you see that people like peel off to take selfies uh, every so often. And uh, you see that a woman with like a blonde bob who's wearing like a, a romper uh, <laughs> that has photorealistic faces of Steve Buscemi on it. Great. Um, comes over and be like, oh, are you using the projector? 
I'm checking on fire code violations. Are you using the projector? Because I need to, and I pull out a tape measure. I'm like, I really need to measure if it's a full eight feet. And I just kind of like start laying out my tape measure between the pedestal and the wall. Okay, can I just like take a photo before like, before you figure out if things are on fire or not? Uh, no, why don't you come back? Sorry, this takes precedence. Um, make a persuasion check. That's a dirty 20. And she's like, wait, so does a fire code mean that it's on fire or it's going to be on fire? Uh, it actually means that in case there is a fire, is it safe for everybody uh, to get out? Okay, fine. And she walks away. <laughs> oh, I like talking about the fire code. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to yeah start with the projector and uh, just kind of, yeah, like measure between the pestle on the wall, like look at the sprinklers, just kind of have that air of what I'm, I'm trying to do. But I am going to just check out this projector. Can I do like any kind of arcana insight perception check on it? Yeah. Why don't you make an arcana check on this? 10. 10. Yeah, so although Milo told you that the stuff in here is powerful, you don't know what's going on with this thing. It looks broken. Like, that's why it's not working. Maybe, like, in the time, in the rough and tumble times that this person got their hands on it since Dr. Morrow made it, it's broken. But, like, it's not working. And you would know this even just from slide projectors in general, that like this slide projector, if it is in fact the slide projector, is broken. Like something is jammed in the carousel, not letting it like flip to the next thing. Can I just check and see if there is a slide in there? If there's anything stuck? Uh, sure. Like I know the carousel's empty, but is there one that's in there? It doesn't seem like there's anything in there, no. Okay, I guess um, Aggie's going to move on and just familiarize herself with the general layout of the place and like look out to the square and, and see where the protest is going to happen just so she can catch up in terms of preparedness and, and knowing where everything is. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, let's flip to the, our other friends who are not inside, uh, Val and Milo. So you guys are in your Vulcani and Kilanova costumes, correct? Mm-hmm. I have locked Aggie's car before we left. <laughs> I'm in the Volcani costume. You're in the Kilanova costume. It's great. I look great in a cowl. No, that's <laughs> not what happens. You have to be at least level 30 and have enough, add 2,000 Energons to unlock those alternate costumes. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Here's what I'm going to pose to you two, my good friends uh, Julia and Brandon, who are playing these folks who are caught in a time loop. If you would like to do the same thing that you did last time, you can just do that. However, if there is something you would like to do to try to speed it up or change it, then we're going to have to roll and figure that stuff out. Gotcha. I think this time we should do the security play. Like Dr. Morrow sent us to run security. There is a dangerous individual that has expressed interest in robbing this gallery. Uh, we're here to make sure that doesn't happen. Cool. Will you both roll history checks for me? Not my specialty. I got a 16 minus 1. 8 plus 5 for 13. Great. Val, with a 15, you remember that there are yellow wristbands that are in the desk, which are the VIP wristbands. Great. And Milo, you remember, oh, it's that fucking guy with the top bun. <laughs> Milo whispers under his breath, oh, it's that fucking guy with the top bun. <laughs> right? What a, what a just like unpersonable style. It just does not suit his face at all. Are you ready? Yes. Ahoy! Okay. Good sir. <laughs> That's how we're doing it, all right? Aggie hears this from the other side of the room. 
uh, he responds back, ahoy hoy. That's, um, I don't know if you knew that, but that's what Alexander Graham Bell used to say on the phone. On the I first telephone. Believe. Yeah, yeah, I know. That. I don't know. If we like, we uh, should just bring Yeah, that yeah, back. I invented the telephone. It's fine. Um, I, uh, that doesn't no, make any sense. Sorry, Hello. I, I, we were sent by Dr. Mayo Moro. There is a concern that there is a security threat here at your gallery. Someone has expressed the intent to steal one of the items. We are here to act as additional security. Uh, I'm going to be posted at the door to make sure that anyone who comes in is not acting suspiciously. Oh. Uh... It's an order from the mayor. We don't really need your approval. We just didn't want to make it awkward for you, you know. We were just uh, making you aware of the situation. What kind of check would you like to make, Val? I want to speak with authority. If that's intimidation to this guy, then fine. If it's persuasion, I can go that way too. I would like to also cast guidance on Val. So you get a 1d4 to add to your roll. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's intimidation. All right. Well, I have plus seven to intimidation. So here we go. <laughs> Okay, um, so that was a four plus seven. That's eleven. You're gonna need a four plus four, so it's a. 15. Oh my god! Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> All right, yeah. So now it's like if we were playing this video game at the bottom of the screen, it's like save point loaded. So now you have the intimidation tactic of saying that you are security. He says, nice. "Oh yes, we need a security. Well, I thought someone was supposed to come uh, only for only for noon, but uh, come on in. Yeah, absolutely." I'm going to be posted here at the door, and then Kilanova will be uh, just kind of I'll be doing the around. perimeter yeah. and making sure that the item in question is not messed with. Mm, uh, of course. Yeah, no. Under, uh, understandable. I, what is I your just name? Did you forget your name? No, it's Branson. Branson. Okay. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Branson. It's not Brandon. Brandon is is for normies. It's Branson. <laughs> <laughs> like the town of Missouri. Yes. Um. We're also gonna need a copy of the uh the people who are in there now. Just their names and yes, what they're the from. VIP list. So the VIP oh, list. Yeah. No. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, and if you yeah. Have a list of like caterers and and uh people like that. I would also like that. Oh, uh, sorry. We don't. I've only written down the names of the VIPs, unfortunately. Okay, we'll take that can, then. That's fine. <laughs> okay, no, it's fine. No, okay, that's fine. Class commentary. Um, I just have. I have one question. Um, so it's like, are what parts of you are ghost? <laughs> I think he's hitting on you. Like, are you ghost all the way? All, all the one side? Is it? Is it by part? Is it like, you know, when you cut up a, a pig and there are different parts of it and, like, the loin is ghost? That's a weird way to way to describe this question that you it's have the only here. Way. I'm, well, just, I'm interested. I have curiosities. The parts you're talking about, you won't be able to see. But uh, you won't know if that's because they're uh, ghosts or otherwise. And Milo winks and walks away. <laughs> Incredible. Jesus Christ. On Twitter, in six minutes, Branson creative writing comedy uh, oh, no. tweets I have good authority that Kilanova has a ghost stick <laughs> <laughs> and it gets two retweets and 21 likes that's a save point as well right do I get plus one fame <laughs> we'll, we'll see I think, we'll see I think somewhere Carmen's having a hard day yeah Carmen gets a <laughs> notification and be like oh someone tweeted about Kilanova this is incredible why why is this happening <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with Thornhill is on strike shit <laughs> Shit! <laughs> she throws a coffee pot out of a window. 
And then she crawls down the stairs to go retrieve it and brings it back up so she can have some. She runs out, grabs the coffee pot, and brings it back. No, it's it's non-shattering glass. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's you see it bounce down the street, and then she's like, shit, 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 shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, no. So that is now saved. Let me just take a quick note. Uh, yeah. Save ghost, ghost dick. dick. Rumor of ghost dick. But yeah, no, you guys get in. So now, Val, you have the list of the VIPs. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of influencers on there. I recognize any of the names. Yeah. Um, Shannon Redwine is on there. Fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there are six other names on that list, but you don't recognize any of the other ones. Let me, Val, let me try to go vet these names while you watch out. Um, let me see if any of these are people that would own an N64 time machine, you know? Okay, Shannon Redwine would not own an N64, just as a heads up. <laughs> Great, I'll cross her off the list. And can I call January, Eric? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to go off into like a corner where there's like outside the building on the one of the side of the back side no, of stay corners. Inside. Stay inside. I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> In the coat check. In the coat check and whatever, no one can hear me and uh, call January. Yeah, I think that you go over to the coat check, which is just like a corner of the room that has like a bunch of jackets on like coat racks that they someone bought at a vintage store. And there's a caterer, a, a woman in the corner, a caterer who's crying. And she's like, oh, no, I guess you need the space. That's fine. And she she leaves and, go, <laughs> and goes back to uh, putting uh, little sliders out on, oh, on platters. I want to go console that woman. I'm I sorry. Know, it's so sad. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just don't worry. It's friend drama. It's fine. It's don't worry about it. Okay, you can have the you can have the space back in a second. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. And uh, you call January. I think on your it's like the little hollow January that we've established with the the Morrow tech. And January says, "I kill it over. Are you in a compromised area? Check out really low. Do you have your headphones in?" Yeah, I'm no, I'm fine. I had my headphones in. Um, my earpiece is in. But uh, but if you could just whisper because it makes it seem more cool and fun, let's just keep doing that. Um, I have a list of, of folks of names. Could you check them out? Do quick, do a quick background check and get back to me as soon as you can. Sure, you can stay on the line. January can do this pretty fast for you. And January says, "Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the majority of them are influencers. Are the influencers here? Uh, Anything sketch? Huh? Well, you know, they all have like twenty thousand followers on Instagram or Twitter, or or better Twitter, which Dr. Morrow invented." The BT. It's, it's just Twitter, but they kicked off all the Nazis. Yeah, they kicked off all the Nazis. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, the only thing that's strange here is that one of these accounts looks like it was made within, uh, like, a, only like a few days ago. Which one? Which one? Which one? Tell us. Is the Chen and Redwine or fuck her up? Val, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just Julia getting excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm making aggressive thumbs up at the camera. Yes. <laughs> So January sends you the image. It's like a Twitch streamer or a, a gaming brand. It's called uh, Level Up Games. LVL. Yeah, LVL Up Games. They have like 31,000 followers, but it looks like that this has been made like April 2020X, which is uh. wild because that was last week because today is May 1st. So you have 30,000 followers and they were made last month? They were made, Yeah. January, can you run a bot check on that real fast? On the follower count? Uh, yeah, sure. I rolled a 19. Oh, fuck yeah, it's all bots. Bots all the way down. Well, listen, is this, uh... 
Is this the writing of Isaac Asimov? Because it's uh, only robots. <laughs> January, you are a national treasure. Can you do any research on that account? See what you can dig up, and um, I'm gonna go try to uh, to to find that person. Yeah, I can look into it. Thanks. Do they have like a real person's name, or it's just that account? Just level up. All the other people are like influencers in the way, like they take fo- right. lots of selfies, lots of photos of yourself. This one has no like face photos, no like discernible images of an actual person. On the VIP list, do they have a name that's associated with the account? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, no, the, on the list, it was actually registered to level up games. Mm, that's suspicious. Yeah. Mm. Milo's going to walk out from the co-check and wave the woman over and then walk over to Val and say, Val, just like follow my lead for a second. And then say out loud to the roaming group of influencers. Um, hi, um... Volcani and Kilanova for an interview with um, Level Up Games, I think. Uh, why don't you make a charisma check for me? Hell yeah. Can I give the help action? Absolutely. Advantage to our good friend Milo. 12 plus charisma, which oh I have a minus one. So 11. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. An 11. Okay. I want both Val and Milo to make perception checks as well. I got an 11. <laughs> Your boy got a Chad Nat one. Ooh. Oh, boy. oh, no. Great. Okay. I think that as you say that, you two hear the sound of like yelling and of scuffle and violence outside. It sounds like the similar thing. The counter protesters have gotten in the faces of the protesters at this time. It's like that time again. And it sounds like uh, there's the conflict is currently happening outside. Within 11, you see that the guy with the hangdog face and the sunglasses uh, looks up for a second and he's wearing all black. He's wearing a black trench coat, black pants, black shoes, black everything. He says, yeah, I'm... Oh, shit. And he runs not through the front door this time, but he runs out the loading dock past Aggie. I'm charging. Yeah, I'm going to try to tackle him. I'm also going to cast Wrath of Nature. which is a fifth level spell that um, I call out the spirits of nature to arouse them against my enemies. I cause a 60 foot cube of roots and vines that restrains a creature. They must succeed on a strength saving throw or become restrained. Great. So let's do that at the same time. Aggie, why don't you make an attack? Cause that would have happened first. Does a 19 plus seven hit? It does hit. Yes. What would you like to do? <laughs> I would like to ideally just like snag him by the wrist. I have like his wrists behind his back. I don't need to like take him down. But I want to just like grab him and keep him immobilized so that his hands can't go to the machine to reset it. Okay. Uh, make a constitution saving throw for me. Yeah. 14 plus 2 for 16. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you reach out to tackle this guy. And I think that you feel like something butt into your stomach and you look down and he has a taser out (laughs) and he's like I knew that there was a third I just needed to be prepared but the taser doesn't go off he's like shit did I put put batteries in this (laughs) can you just 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 hold on and he like unscrews it and tries to fiddle with batteries in it can I grab the box out of his pocket 
Um, yeah, make an investigation roll because I don't know if you know where it is. It's a big coat with a lot of pockets. I rolled a three. I'm going to re-roll with a luck point. Seven plus four for an 11. No, you're not going to do it. You try to run your hands through the duster, but it's all, there's just too much fabric. And yeah, you can't go. It's like, it's a good thing I moved this after last time. And I think that like he reaches and it's taped God. to his back. And he like, you hear the rip of tape on there as now he's holding the like modded N64. Milo, how many uh, level five spell slots do you have? I have one. Mm, cool. You still want to do the spell? Yeah, I want to try to restrain him for sure. Okay, cool. At that point, I think that he looks up and he sees the two of you charging him. And what does it look like when you do this incredibly powerful spell? I think my ghost arm, my left arm, I hold it out and it's sort of like, like, you know, when an ant, like a, a live tree sort of holds out a branch arm and like their fingertips turn into giant branches and intertwine and twist around mm-hmm. and everything. It's like that with my fingers. And it sort of like acts as, yeah, as a restraining cage thing. I like that. Like Groot. Just, just <laughs> I was like waiting Groot. for that reference. I just like remember Groot. it. I think that he turns around and he sees that you, you're doing this incredibly power spell. And he's like, I knew it. Ghost powers. That's why I picked up this. And he pulls an aerosol can out of one of his pockets and he sprays it at you. I'm going to do counter spell. Oh, shit. How did he get something like Aggie has? It's like Ghost Begone. The bear spray. So the spell's level is five. It's 10 plus five. The DC ah. of this is 15. I need to be, get a 15 or above. No whammy, 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 no whammy. Oh, I rolled a stray 14, and which <laughs> he has pluses to that. Not going to tell us that plus, huh? I'm not going to tell you what the pluses <laughs> are, but I'm telling you, I rolled a straight up 14. That's going to do it. So he sprays the aerosol can in the air, and it's like the ghost cage, which I feel like is even open to him, the inviting him inside, like the maw of hell. And then it just <laughs> like gets sprayed like someone is spraying a mosquito out of the air. And like dissolves into like atoms. For and then sure. Val appears through the mist to try to just fucking tackle him. I love that. Yeah, make an attack roll for me. Sure. Uh, six plus eight. No, that's not gonna do it. Mm-mm. I think I like the uh, you jumping through the mist, and he's like, and then Volcani does that, and he turns to just to the side on an angle, and you slide right by. I take my second attack. He's like, oh. <laughs> And then he he slams his hand down on the reset button, and everything goes white. Damn it. And Aggie, you're sitting in your favorite chair, drinking tea, and your phone goes off. And it's your mom. Damn it. Hey, it's Eric. I have taken my shorts out of cold storage, and you know what? I am embracing wearing shorts. I haven't always had shorts that I liked wearing on my body, and although it usually kind of signifies that I'm going to sweat through said shorts and maybe my shirt or tank top, I'm going to embrace it because the shorts actually look good on me because people are making clothing that actually uh, fit on people. So welcome to the mid-roll. Take out something that you're excited about that makes you look good. 
First and foremost, thank you to the wonderful people who have joined our Patreon over the last two weeks. Nicole, Duran, Charles, Catlin, Adrian Halley, underscore Megan Moon, and Lindsay. And shout out to Anka for upping their pledge. We are so grateful to everyone who makes it a priority every single month to support creators and, you know, extra on top of it because it's to us. We cannot keep making the show without your support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you are not supporting our Patreon, you should because we have lots of hot shit in there. I have published so many playlists for all of the NPCs, and I think I'm pretty good at making playlists. So you should check it out to pair with your favorite NPCs and also to listen to because they're hot fire. We also have a ton of good stuff waiting for you to join. Pledge as little as $5 a month, but maybe more so you get those playlists at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Did you hear? We're doing another digital live show next month. We are streaming another one shot set in Lake Town City featuring Volcani, Preserva, and Kilanova on May 13th at 8 p.m. Eastern. This was awesome to do in February, so we're doing it again. And remember, your ticket also includes a VOD copy of the show that you could watch afterwards because maybe you're one of our lovely listeners who lives in countries that are in the future and it's going to be like 1 a.m. when we're doing our live show. So buy a ticket anyway and a video link will be emailed to you. Plus, we're announcing more merch that you're going to be very, very stoked about. We've been putting a lot of work into it and we think you're going to really love it. But, you know, who can say? Who can say? You're going to have to buy your ticket right now at jointhepartypod.com slash live to know. May 13th, 8 p.m. or afterwards with that VOD. But you can buy your tickets starting right now. Jointhepartypod.com slash live. Oh, I have a prepared statement here from the Bone Witch. I had a raven come to my window at uh, the witching hour last night holding a letter and wearing some glasses. So I'm going to have to just read this aloud. Um, Okay. Okay, well, the beginning just starts with a lot of cackling. I don't know why they would write out all that cackling. That doesn't really make any sense. But, um, okay. I, the Bone Witch, hereby seed all therapy to BetterHelp, which is a secure online counseling service that Join the Party is sponsored by. BetterHelp can connect you with licensed counselors through their secure app, letting your message with your therapist and schedule live phone and video sessions, which I cannot do because I'm too busy harvesting bones. No matter where you are in the world, you can find a therapist with a specialty you need. Though, if you do need a bone witch, you should still contact me, but I am not a therapist. If you need to switch counselors for any reason, it is easy and free to do. Also, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional counseling with financial aid also available. I'm sorry to all of you that I have hurt by taking your first bone child, turning them into bones and saying, okay, two hours of therapy, which is why BetterHelp is is better than what I am doing because it's more affordable than traditional counseling and wonderful. Try BetterHelp today with 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash join the party. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash join the party for 10% off your first month. I, the Bone Witch, sign this with my blood which is also kind of made out of like really, really tiny bones when you think about it. Sincerely, the Bone Witch, stamped by Raven, the Raven Esquire. Okay, well, hopefully I won't get turned into uh, any bones like I have before that I was worried about. Huh. We are also sponsored this week by Hero Forge. Hero Forge allows you to fully customize tabletop minis without like putting it together with little tiny 
arms and legs and stuff. And they have tons of fantasy races and thousands upon thousands of parts to choose from. And if you didn't know, they're doing this incredible thing now. They have fully colored minis. So you won't have to paint yourself. They got that covered. And the colors are brilliant and bright as if you are painting with wonderful colors that you didn't get at like from the bargain bin. You went to like a nice art store that had like good paint. We love the minis that we've gotten from Hero Forge, and we know you're going to love yours too, gray or painted. So visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom minis today and check back often. There's new content added every single week. That is HeroForge.com. Hero, like the person with the sword, forge, like somewhere you make metal.com, like the internet. And finally, we are sponsored by HelloFresh. They offer 25-plus recipes every single week, including vegetarian choices. All of them are designed and tested by professional chefs. You can even order meals for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snacks, whatever you need during the day. I recently made the sweet chili roasted veg bowls, which had a chili mayo that I'm definitely going to make again. I'm learning how to cook all from HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12 and use code JoinThePARTY12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12, the number 12, one, two, and use code JoinThePARTY12, one, two, for 12, one, two. Free meals, including free shipping. And now, back to the show. Hey, Mom. How's it going up there? Real uh, altitude, yeah? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret? Margaret, can you hear me? It's your mother. Yes, I hear you, Mom. I know. You're on a mountain, right? Oh, how did you know? Have you been following your father's and I Instagram? No, I just, I, at this point, I can hear, you know, schooning out on the bay versus being high up on the mountain versus, <laughs> like, uh, climbing palm trees to collect, you know, rare fruits, etc. Oh, okay. I don't know how you knew any of that, but that's, I mean, you, I guess you have been following the Instagram. You don't have, you could be a fan. It's fine. It's more like I haven't seen you in several years and you tend to call sporadically when you need something. So I'm just kind of like putting together all the environments, you know, that, that, that happens in. Uh, how are you? How's dad? Oh, he's right here. Hold on, he's here. Hey, do you want to talk on the phone? No, I'm about to go on a, uh, a bike ride. Can't talk. I'll talk to you later, Margaret. Fing! As your dad <laughs> jumps on his, his bike going down a hill. Listen, Margaret, I heard that the Ropers are just moving down to Boca, and I thought that maybe uh, we should take their house. And uh, would you like that? I was thinking of doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure, Mom. We haven't had much of a relationship as I've been an adult because you and Dad decided to, you know, retire early and, like, live all around the world as soon as my siblings were old enough to go to secondary school or into their careers. And, and I have kind of taken up that slack for the last, uh, whatever it's been, 10 years now. So um, I've kind of complicated feelings about it. It would be great if we could just kind of talk face-to-face before you make a life-altering decision, not just for you and Dad, but also for me. So that's kind of where I stand. I hope the Ropers like their condo. I know they bought it a couple years back. (laughs) I think there's like a few moments of silence where you just hear like the wind blowing on top of this mountaintop that they're on and like... Well, I guess somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed and when you're ready to talk to me like uh, the way that I know that my Margaret does, then I'll be there. I'm going to go on a bike ride too. Bye. 
I didn't hang up. I'm waiting for you to say bye. <laughs> Goodbye, mother. Goodbye, Margaret. And then she hangs up. up. <laughs> I, really, I really had a little war within myself right there. Maggie would hang up and she just couldn't. She just wouldn't. No. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, and yeah, Aggie, you look down in your phone and it's May 1st. Fuck. I text the group. All right, guys, I'm in it with you. Let's uh, let's meet at my house at 10. And you get no response because either of us has woken up yet. Still asleep. That's fine. It'll be there when you wake up. Yeah, this is quick now. Now it's 9 a.m. And uh, Tuna jumps on Milo's face and says, mm, you didn't wake up from all the things that were happening outside. So Milo like I had to do swats it. Tuna away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and he sends a Groundhog Day gift to the group chat. And <laughs> oh, God. I need to roll a spell search. Does that still happen? No. Milo, actually, you don't have any fifth level spells anymore. Oh, cool. That's fun. This is a mechanical thing. Since you used uh, your fifth level spells in, in loop one and loop two, these didn't reset. Great. Good and great. All right. Uh, Milo's going to get up and pull on whatever clothes are on the floor next to his bed and head over to Aggie. And while he's on the train, he thinks about the situation, thinks about what he wants to do and realizes this might be his opportunity to learn some stuff about the Office of Technology and Assessment. Mm, interesting. Mm. I like that. When he gets to one of the stops, he gets off the train and transfers to another train. Wonderful. I like that you get on there and you're, you're now transferring from the SkyTram that Aggie takes would have taken to go downtown which takes you uh, right to the Office of Technology Assessment. Aggie, this is just for you. You have two luck points. Your luck points don't come back. I just wanted to make a note of that. That's a bummer. Um, I am going to call Dez, please. Dez's phone, Dez speaking. Hey, Dez, it's Aggie. Sorry to skip the, the pleasantries, which are genuinely pleasant with you, unlike most people. Um, I need a device to jam signals uh, including metaphysical time space continuum type ones. Uh, do you have that? Can I pick it up now? <laughs> do you have that? Like on hand? Is it I, in stock? Aggie, you're gonna have to be more specific about what types of jammers. I got so many types of jammers. They call me smuckers. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, uh, January and I have been working on our one-liners. So if you talk to January, keep an eye out for that too. Got more jammers than a farmer's market. <laughs> Uh, incredible. Why don't I come by and, and you can show me the choices, okay? Yeah, that sounds great. Just, uh, hop on over to Dr. Morrow's place. Yeah, Aggie drives there, uh, nearly breaking the speed limit, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Val, yeah, I think Val, you wake up. This is the same thing that happened in the last loop. I think that, uh, you hear ding, 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 ding. Well, no, my alarm would have gone off. No. This... In the original loop, though, I woke up on time to get the dogs. Right, exactly. However, the loop reset at 9 a.m., which is when you would have already left. I would so have been, like, out the door. You would have been out the door. I would have been leaving, and that would have been Hitomi asking me, right? Yes. So now, with the way that we've changed it in loop two, because you are the same in loop two, you have the assumptions that it was the next day. However, you wouldn't have acted on it in that way. Subconsciously, you wouldn't have turned off the alarm anymore. However, the time loop resets at 9 a.m. Yes. No, I understand what you're saying. 
Yeah. So what you did in loop one is now gone. You've reset it in loop two, and now we are do- redoing what happened in loop two in loop three, which is Mitzi calling you on the phone, asking you where where you are. Brutal. Oh, that's brutal. I love it. This woman already hates me so much. <laughs> God damn it. Val? Val, where are you? I am on my way. I had a family emergency. Oh my God! Is it one of is it one of the is it one of the moms? No, it's one of my family <laughs> members who lives down in New York. But I just needed to call and make sure everything was okay. I'm on my way. I will pick up the dogs in about fifteen minutes. Did one of the mobsters in New York get shot? You can tell me. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a typical Thursday night for them. But I, I knew it. I knew that those weren't allegations. They were true. I knew it. Is this family with a capital F? <laughs> Was this a family emergency or a family emergency? (laughs) Both, but that's a different story. Oh my god, I totally understand. Fine. Okay, I will talk to you later when I come and pick up the dogs. For sure. Okay, I understand. Um, I'll just, I'll have to, I don't know, maybe I should put like deer pee on my best shoes. (laughs) Why don't you just put them on a high shelf so the dogs can't get to them? Oh, Val. Using that criminal brain. Thank you. (laughs) You're, you're oh, no. absolutely welcome. Rude. I really don't appreciate being called a criminal, though. <laughs> Glitzy and Blitzy can't jump. That's one of the. That's because they're so inbred. It's yeah. one of the great things of having purebred dogs. Oh God. I mean, they're pit bulls. They're probably. She wouldn't have said no. She wouldn't have said that. That was a joke for me. She wouldn't have said <laughs> okay. that. So yeah, you get off the phone, and that's like Hatomi rolling over. We're like, why is someone calling you at so early? I have to go pick up the dogs. But first, I wanted to ask you, just because you're staying over here a lot recently, <laughs> and it would be really nice, I think, if we like got a place together, someone that something that we can make ours, you know? Oh my God! I was just gonna ask you the same thing. How did Weird. you know? We are so in sync. I, listen, I know. I, the, th- the thing about me is that I get really, like, I don't really like asking for things. I get really self-conscious about it. But, like, you just knew, and that's why I love you so much. Yes, let's do it. I just want to give you the things that you want. The panel is a heart shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the super zoom on Instagram you, you where it just, like, the... zooms in at a, at a heart. You turn into the anime characters that are, like, all crying in, like, chibi style. Yeah, the audience is is crying out the window and, with tears. And you're like, oh, that's... I, I love that. Oh, my God. Thank... Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I have to tell you, I've been on Zillow so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> fantastic. Show me all of the places when I get back here tonight that you have picked out. Oh, I'll have so many more. There's so many to go through. I'll make a spreadsheet. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, I'm on it. Yeah, great. I love you. <laughs> I love you. And she, like, throws herself at you and kisses you, like, uh, hard on the mouth. And be like, this is the best way to wake up ever. Go back to sleep. Okay. I hope every day is like this. No, no. Eric looks at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Okay, yeah. Tell me Aggie's heading to Dez's right now. Yeah, I'm going to text everybody. Uh, Change plans. Let's meet in the parking lot of the venue. Uh, I'm going to try to grab some tech. And uh, head over to Dr. Morrow's and just go in the side entrance, like where I know where Dessa's workshop is. And I'm going to say in very vague terms, um, if there was, I don't know, a time loop uh, creating slash resetting device, I need something to block that possibility extremely much. And I will tell you all the details you have to know, please, later. Um, I don't want to endanger you at the moment. Oh, time. Dr. Morrow doesn't work on time loops. Yeah, but like any any kind of just like any sort of signal jammer, like it has a button. I know that much. So 
any any kind of electrical signal. No, no, no. You don't understand. Uh, Dr. Morrow, you weren't, you weren't alive yet, but um, Dr. Morrow got really into Groundhog Day when it first came out. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> like, of course she did. She was obsessed. She worked on it on a, some sort of time loop technology over and over and over again. And it's just, I don't think that she ever really cracked the code. And then she swore, we had a sign up in the lab for five years that said no time loops until I told her we get it and we should take it down. So uh, any sort of time stuff, I can't help you with that. Also, like, it, that stuff doesn't even make any sense. Like, uh, who, who would mess with time? That's, no, we don't, we don't do that. Val texts Aggie. If you go in to see Des, ask him if he knows what a projector that Dr. Morrow made in the past might be. Uh, okay, let's change tracks here. Um, do you know about a projector that Dr. Morrow might have made in the past? Listen, if, you, if you're going to ask me about something you already know about, why are you at, like, you already know about the projector. Why did you ask me about time loops? No, I didn't. <gasps> I don't know about the projector. Ah, yes, I was right. <sighs> yeah, uh, she tried, she made the, this projector thing, but it, it never worked. And I guess she threw it out. Why is, what's going on with it? She uh, asked us to check out this warehouse show, this art gallery, and I think that the projector is one of the items. Um, and I just want to make sure that in case somebody gets over there, does something to it, uh, that it doesn't have the chance to, you know, do a pull, pull a pull a Groundhog Day Bill Murray situation. Uh, I mean, that thing never worked. I thought I destroyed it. I thought I threw it in a. I threw it in a fire and then compressed it and then turned it into a cube and then shot it into space. I, or I guess she never did that. That's what... Uh, yeah, uh, I, listen, I don't know what it does. I, it was broken. It was broken. It never actually worked. Uh, sure. It was her, she, she was done with it. Just don't, don't bring up the projector. Don't. No, no, no I, I won't. But l- listen, if assuming it did work and you could do something to prevent it from actually working what is it is it electrical power is it jamming it physically is it taking the button out? i don't i don't know i i don't know it's broken it never worked that's listen we we don't talk we really don't try to talk about she he like looks around in his life like can we let's just let's not talk about it i don't like messing with time she doesn't like messing with time i don't know what it does okay i can't i can't I can't. I, I don't. I don't know. No, that's that's totally fine. I'm I'm sorry to to just barge in on you like this. Um, I I appreciate it, and I won't I won't bring it up. Yeah, who messes with time? It's dangerous. I know, but like who? Like who would do that? No one. We wouldn't even know. <laughs> Definitely not a Doc Brown <laughs> type character. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks, Des. And I, I think I gives him a an uncharacteristic hug. Des like is stiff for a second. And would you like to make an insight check? Sure. Yeah. Eric, I have my glasses on. <laughs> that is a join the party logo natural 20. On the uh, chat. What is with yes. these 20s? Ha-ha! Oh my God. This chat yes. dice. Holy shit. So, um. Oh my God. A nat 20 tells you a lot. I'm not saying that Dr. Morrow didn't fuck around with time, watch Groundhog Day, get obsessed. Everything he said was absolutely true. But he is, like, stiff for a second, and then he, like, melts into your hug. 
Like, he's a big dude. He's bigger than you. Remember, he still has, like, this tech arm. Yeah. It's like, he has to be strong enough and big enough to support having a, like, full metal alchemist-style metal hand for him to do that. And it's like, he melts into this, and he says, We don't mess around with time. It's... It gets people hurt. So just... If you're doing something, be careful. Okay? I, I'm really trying. I promise. And I, I'm going to say there's something there. I don't know. You don't know what it is. It's not just the Dr. Morrow thing. Yeah, no, for sure. How good is a nat 20 hug, though? I mean, like, that's a the good hug. The best hug, hug yeah. <laughs> it's a good, a good hug. hug. It's a good hug. Listen, this is the insight to get from the hug. Hugs are always good. You don't have to roll on hugs. That's true. That's true. This is how we've grown from campaign one to campaign two. We don't roll on <laughs> hugs anymore. As I leave to round out this roll, do I see him look at anything like his hand or a photo or something on the walls? What I can tell you is there's something there. Okay. But th that's really good. Yeah. he. You look around to his office and like, He's always been a minimalist guy, especially compared to Dr. Morrow, but, like, he doesn't have any photos around. I don't think that we've talked about it, but, like, his office, his lab is, like, might as well be as stark as the, the gallery in which you guys were exploring. Like, one, you're doing it for hipster reasons, but other people, sometimes you just don't have stuff to put up. Okay. Okay, um, yeah, I think that uh, Preserver and Volcani, you two both show up at the warehouse, and uh, Kilanova's not there. I've texted them beforehand and said, on the train, uh, as he was making the decision, he texted them and said, Hey guys, I forgot my keys, I can't really find them, so um, I'll be late. And then he, like, self-satisfactorily, like, puts his phone away, and then realizes he actually did forget his keys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Val texts back, like, Milo, but if you're not here, what if you're not in the next loop? Uh, I mean, don't don't plan on having another loop. I mean, I'll, I'll I mean I'm I planning on not doing that. I'm planning on taking this away from this man. But, like, if we fail again, because apparently he knows everything we're going to do, that's not good. He would be in the second loop. If, he, if we woke up again today, he would know that he was in the loop, at least. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Volcani, if you want to speed through and hit your fast forward button, you can intimidate the, the front door guy. Yeah, I'll intimidate that guy again. I think Val also like turns to Aggie. Is like, do we got to get here earlier next time so that we can get here before the VIPs get here, and I can stop this guy from going in with them. Yeah, it is. Once again, it's eleven thirty after you guys had kind of had stuff to do before you did this. Um, yeah, the top on guy gives uh, Volcani the list of VIPs. Uh, you look at it. Uh, level up didn't show up. Okay. Damn it. So he knows that we're here waiting for him, probably. I guess I'll try to engage him if I see him show up, but I will, like, I don't know, stay by the front door and see if he ends up coming. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, do you want to check out the projector again, Aggie, in, in civilian clothes? Yeah, I'll do the exact same thing. And I think from the kitchen, I'm just going to grab, like, a big carafe of water and carry it with me into the gallery space and post up next to the projector. Yeah. All right. So now you're looking at the projector. And now you see that the projector actually has is showing you something. It's showing, like, a Polaroid version. Like, so it's, it's faded, like, sepia-toned in the way that something old happens. And it, it's you standing there without the carafe of water last time. 
Can I tell from the angle of the photo where the person who took it was standing when they took it? Is it like security camera? Is it like somebody from the room? No, I think it, it kind of just looks like a home movie. Like someone was just like videotaping you while you were doing this. I don't think that this wasn't a person. It's just like it just is. And it's like it's modeled and it's blotted in that way. Kind of like there's some old technology crunchiness to it. And I think I'm just going to tell you what this is. You're in the time loop now. Yeah. And now that you're in the time loop, the projector works. And you see yourself and you're like, huh, I wonder what this can tell me. And you look at it and then it fast forwards really quickly. It shows you from outside walking into the warehouse, but it shows that you took a right and then a left to like get around some caterers who were pushing food into the venue. But if you had actually gone to the left and slipped around a group of people who were setting up, that actually wouldn't gotten you faster there. So it shows me doing the thing I didn't do? It shows you doing the thing that you didn't do, but it shows you doing it faster. So it's giving you speed run options. <laughs> I am just going to whisper out loud, um, are you, like, on our side? Nothing changes. It goes back to the the uh, image of you from before, not holding a watercraft. I think that you yeah, feel yeah. it wants you to ask it a question. Is this whole loop running through you or through that shoddy game one? <laughs> It actually it clicks and switches to another slide, and it shows the guy in the black trench coat throwing his trench coat over, pulling out the modified N64 and hitting the reset button. Oh, fuck. Uh, do you guys have any ideas what I should ask it? I mean, I think it, you should ask it, like, where this guy is in this loop, because clearly he's not where he used to be. Right. I need to stop him and then rescue you. Where is he right now? As you say, I need to stop him. You see that um, time code appears at the bottom and it says 1130 and that it shows you and Val walking up to the front door and the guy in the black trench coat standing like a block away looking over from like the shadow of a, of a building like a block away. What time is it now? 1140. Damn. So this guy's one step ahead of us. Yeah. But this thing can give us the jump on him, potentially. And then uh, as you ask that question, then it goes. <laughs> and then like it's like it gets jammed, that like old crunchy technology sound. And then it goes back to just white like it was before. So we get like one question a day, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Might be useful for us next time around to ask where he's starting his loop. Yeah. Let's cut back to Milo. You're out in front of the the Office of Technology Assessment, that like blank, bland building that uh, houses your dad's secret agent job uh, inside. You look at it and you're like, I never in a million years would have looked at this thing. It's brutalist too, like just to look extra, not assuming. Like the building is even trying to blend in. Milo looks at the door and takes a deep breath in. And casts pass without a trace upon himself. He throws his cloak over his body, disappears, and takes a step inside the building. Cool. Um, why don't you make a spirit search for me? Nat 20 means nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> Save those nat 20s for later. But I am up to seven. <laughs> cool. 
All right, here's the thing about Pass Without Trace is that you can still you still have to do a stealth roll. You're not invisible. Right. You walk as if in shadow, and you are also you're walking into this office building that still has like halogen lights and things like that, even as you walk into the reception area. So just to keep that in mind. Yeah. But uh yeah, you're cloaked in shadow as you walk inside. You hear the buzzing of halogen lights. There's a few security guards at the front, and there's like one of those like you have to put your your tags in to let you in. Milo's this isn't the first time Milo's done this. This is the first time he's done it at such a high uh, security office, but uh, he is going to sort of like, you know, walk in between columns and in door frames and stuff like that. And he's going to hang out by the card reader door until someone either comes in or out. He's going to try to slip in that way. Thank you. Wonderful. Love that. Stealth roll, please. Um, Eric, I got an 18 plus 12 for 30. Is that high enough? <laughs> yeah, that's high <laughs> enough. You slip on through. I think like someone walks through and he's like, oh yeah, Barbara, I gotta get back. I spent too much time on my lunch break at Juice. Uh, I'm late. I'm late. And you slip <laughs> in behind him and, as you get to the elevator. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you looking for? Honestly, I think Milo's going to spy on his dad. I want to go over to Milo's dad's office, follow him into meeting rooms, look at his computer while he's working. I want to see if everything that he's been told is the truth or if he's hiding something bigger. Cool. And then from there, uh, he'll kind of go off that information and the goings-on of the people around to see if there's other rooms or places he needs to go to. Cool. I like that. Make an investigation roll for me. See, guys, that's why Milo's the most relatable, because who hasn't wondered what exactly their parents do all day? Yeah. (laughs) Your boy got a nat 20. Two nat 20s in a row? What? I'm worried about these Chad dice. I th- <laughs> I'm worried that they're that they're weighted. Oh, they're, my God. They're loaded Chad dice. They're hot and cold. That's right. That's right. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, dog. With a nat 20, <laughs> I think you follow your dad around all day. You get down his routine. It's a lot of boring shit. It's a lot of like paperwork. He uses dad jokes on everyone in the office. Sometimes he gets pulled into meetings about like things you don't even that are classified, but for dumb reasons. Like he gets pulled into a meeting about like a cow that exploded in Iowa all of a sudden, and like they thought it was aliens, but actually they it stood too close to like an electrical line that was that was around it too much, and it was too full of energy that it spontaneously combusted. And he's like, "Hey, can you like explain?" ACDC to senators so they don't, you know, of Iowa so they don't freak out. And your dad's like, yeah, no, that's fine. I'll take care of it. And a lot of stuff like that. I think um, you get a chance to look at your dad's computer. I think he walks away for a moment and there's like a birthday. And he's like, Sa- it's Sandra's birthday. I need to be the loudest one to, to sing. Happy birthday to Sandra. Happy birthday to Sandra. And I think that you get a chance to get on the computer. Milo is wearing gloves just to make that. <laughs> Dude, that's that is <laughs> sure. totally, that's totally fine. Hey, what do you think his password is? It's probably my birthday. It's tuna and then your birthday. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's probably tuna and my birthday or just my birthday. Yeah. No, I think that you put in your birthday and then it's like incorrect password and then you're like, <sighs> and you put in tuna and it's your birthday <laughs> and that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think that you you're looking around in there. And there's he has a file that says Project Delta on it. Uh, Milo opens the the folder. He's looking for anything that yeah, like would give me evidence of anything. Maybe not nefarious, but like you know the idea that like casual evil that our government peddles in. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So now Milo, I will say Milo knows all of the world building that we did in the first episodes. Your dad's responsibility was to keep a timeline of the growth of Laketon from Laketon to Laketown City. And he's just like, this is when the blast happened, when Back to the Future came out. The gov- <laughs> And like, you learn that the government came in to investigate Laketon. And like, you see Val's mom's name on there. You see uh, Aggie's parents' name names on there. And you see like a bunch of people's names. Like you see that there's a slaughter who was there as well. Can I take a photo of this list of names? On my phone? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, cool. You see that like everyone's names are on this list. You And then you see that your dad was like the agent who was assigned to the case and to like investigate what the hell is happening here. And he, he then became like the uh, chronicler of what happened in Project Delta. And like you see that like the government was involved of like keeping things, keeping things together. There was a quarantine for an entire year to like study what the hell is going on. And like this was like, wow, everyone got looks great and is super strong. There's also some things about, like, everyone's had regular doctor's appointments and, like, like any exposure to radiation, there's still, like, some people might have heart problems in the future. We don't know what it's like for this these things to be passed on. Like, there are definitely health risks that are involved, and you see that there are some, like, Summaries written by doctors for the government. This is also when the Office of Technology Assessment was put together to figure out, like, the effect uh, as Dr. Morrow started developing stuff with Delta radiation to figure out that the, it was created because Dr. Morrow shot the United States's technology forward by 25 years. So they had to explain this to representatives and government officials and senators to like get old people on top of it because it's not just like, this is not an email. He's be like, hey, we have holograms now. Like sci-fi is here. And I think that you have to explain how to use that to actual government. Yeah, I think that there's a lot more government involvement in here. There's also like... Uh, a lot of write-ups about, like, keeping Dr. Morrow as, like, mayor. Seems like whatever the first mayoral election happened was rigged. Whoa. It was definitely voted, but, like, who knows what were actually on those slips. And Dr. Morrow was made the first mayor. And then there's, like, a push to, like, keep the complacency and, like, advocating for Dr. Morrow to hold on as mayor. Whether or not she knew what that was, but, like, she being the mayor is like, we already put all this time and energy into this person. Let's just keep her going. Sounds great. She's the one who has the most handle on the science. That's fine. And then after a while, once it got from a town to an actual, like, very small city the government was able to back off and uh it started growing from there and like project delta has kind of been on the back burner since like the mid 90s but is now just like well lake town city is off and running so but that's why there's a uh there's an office here so i think that you have this entire timeline you have all these documents there and you can take some photos of stuff you see that the birthday party is breaking up and uh, someone else in the office is like, Sandra, Sandra, you know, what? it's your birthday. I don't have an actual present to give you, but you can be the first one to check out these new uh, goggles that we've been checking out. We really want to make sure to see if there's any sort of like oddness or strangeness or uh, powered weirdness around. And uh, we want you, you should be the first one to check it out. She's like, oh, wow, I never want to put these on. She puts on these like massive night vision ass goggles. And she looks around the office and make another stealth roll for me without <laughs> the bonus. Without the bonus? Yeah. Because if she's looking at your aura, like that wouldn't help you. Fine. 
Oh, it's still got a 16 plus two for the 18. She looks around and you like duck down and she says, Hey, Hank, what's, uh, what's that over there? I'm seeing some weird weirdness happening next to your desk. And your dad takes us like a few steps forward to be like, oh, that, that's weird. There shouldn't be something there. I'm going to call Tuna and tell Tuna that there's cake on the uh, desk over there if they want some. I love that. Yeah. And I think Tuna goes, mm, cake, you never let me have that because it makes me jump all over the place. And then I poop. And then Tuna jumps and your dad's like, <laughs> is that Tuna? And then Tuna like bounds on top of the desk and jumps. And your dad's like, Tuna, what are you doing here? And we go back to Volcani and Preserver. Uh, Preserver, you're checking out the projector. Volcani, you're checking out, you're out of the front. And Volcani, you, you see that someone is throwing rocks. You hear like a plink and a plink and a plink. And someone is like throwing pebbles at the door. Val goes to the door, doesn't go through it, but goes to the door to look out, be like, the fuck? <laughs> Standing in the middle of the road is the guy in the trench coat, in the black trench coat, who's just like throwing rocks at the glass door. Val just goes, what's good? <laughs> so, uh, so you're, you're in this too? Just cause of you. I hate this. And he slams the reset button. Motherfucker. And Milo, you see the cat in the air and your dad looking very confused at his dead cat flying towards the cake. And everything goes white. And the three of you wake up again. And it's May 1st. Mm -hmm.